welcome to episode 54 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk about the Renaissance Fair. Uh, we all went to one this weekend, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, and we've got some interviews up and stuff, but first, let's talk about our weeks. Well, week and weeks for Danny. We missed you last week. How you doing? Doing good. I forget what I was doing last week, but oh, I was at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been exciting. Oh yeah, so exciting. Um, I don't think I've done much this week. Um, I think I'm the only one not playing Dreamlight Valley. But you watch us play. I do. And you were decorating mom's house and her outfits yeah i was centering her furniture (laughs) that's not an easy task it's not it's not not like the sims the sims is easy to center true it's all grid system and you can't cheat the grid like you can in sims yeah other than that i've just been playing dead by daylight and fortnite so as you can tell, I play the same games. I don't really venture out. I saw you online on League the other day. Oh yeah, I do play that when I only play that when my friends are on. Not really a solo queue kind of league person. But not many of us are. That's about it for me. Nice. What about you, Amber? Well, I did something that I'm pretty proud of. Um I beat Portal. Woohoo! Finally, it took me like six years. (laughs) Um, I started playing Portal a very long time ago, got stuck, but then I, and also it was family shared, and um, somebody doesn't stop playing Cookie Clicker at all, so I. (laughs) Not good at sharing. (laughs) So I couldn't access his Steam library anymore. But, you know, the Portal games were on like a 99 cent sale a couple months ago. So picked them up, finally sat down and finished Portal. And now I'm on to Portal 2. Nice. Nice. Classic games. Yeah. You know, I looking back at what I failed on before, uh, it was it was easy. It was just hit the little guys with the barrel. So... You think you're smarter in the past six years? I, I've definitely gotten smarter in the past six years. That's interesting. So I'm, I'm from the standpoint that I'm probably getting dumber as I get well, older. Well, you're past your prime. Yeah. We're not 25 yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go back as like a litmus test and see if I can beat Portal 1. <laughs> and if I don't, then I'll just say, okay, it's. I guess it's just time to give up. I'll go get my... Uh, get my my popcorn, sit in my easy chair, slurp my slurpees, and <laughs> watch Andy Griffith re- reruns. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad life. No, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. So, uh, anything else? Uh, besides checking in on Dreamlight Valley once a day to buy new stuff in the shop, nope. Yeah, I've been playing that also. I'm at the point that I'm past all the quests, so I'm just waiting for another update, I guess. 
and in the meantime, also playing a tiny bit of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Nice. I'm still on the uh, starter island, so I haven't <laughs> gotten very far. Um, Maybe that's your test. But I Maybe did. You don't push, need to go back and play portal. I did push a boulder over a hill and kill somebody, so I was pretty. Yay. Well, there's a robot. I didn't like, oh. kill a person. There's a robot. There's robots in Legend of Zelda? I think so. They've got <laughs> a special name. Okay. Yeah. So uh, other than that, we did, the geekiest thing we probably did was went to the, the local Renaissance Fair. This is one that we've been to a couple times before. And we went uh, Saturday, Danny and I went. And then Sunday, Amber went. Yep. And... Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, talk about our experience uh, this this go-around. I know we did an episode last year about it, uh, but this one's going to be a little bit different because we're going to talk about uh, what they mean to the, the greater public. And we've got some interviews. I was able to interview a couple passers-by as, that we met, and then I was also able to interview a vendor and kind of get their side of the the story of what the uh, Renaissance fairs mean to them and what they think it means to other people. So we'll, we'll play those interviews in a little bit. But first, let's talk about the one that we went to. So who wants to go first? Tell me your favorite thing that you saw at the Renaissance fair this year. I saw dogs. Dogs, all right. Dogs doing tricks. Did they look like they were enjoying themselves or were they... Oh, they had a blast. So this performer uh, goes by the name of Circus Stella, um, and it's a dog show where he trains his rescue puppies to do cool tricks, um, and he also does some tricks himself. Uh, It's just so much fun to watch. It was the first thing I did, Um, and it's just a blast. And he did just say that he is buying a tent. He's going to set up a tent um, and I guess stop traveling or not travel as much and have all of his revenue go to like donate to, um, dog shelters and animal shelters and stuff. Um, I hope I got those details right. I don't want to like <laughs> get him in trouble, but, uh, yeah, I am honestly super happy that he's able to do that. Um, and really happy for the animals that he's going to help. So that was the favorite thing that I saw when I went. Um, it was awesome. I mean, you know, it's only 30 minute shows, you know, how they have it time chunked out, but you can get a lot of entertainment in those 30 minutes. Cool. How about you, Danny? My favorite thing was seeing all the vendors. I like, I think they're all really creative. It's like, it's like a comic con, but instead of comic books, it's like renaissance cosplay and art and all that kind of stuff and i think that's really cool um because a lot of them put a lot of effort and creativity and probably money into these costumes and they look awesome so that's really cool um but my favorite show that we watched was uh they're called sibling rivalry and they're just a group of siblings who all play multiple instruments and they do like song covers and they have some originals which are kind of funny and they're very charismatic and they put on a good show and 
it's good. It's really talented for their age, and they even have their own album. I think that's really impressive. So they they put on a good show. I've got a funny story. So I saw them also, and well, the the person I went with, we were walking away from the stage because they played right after Circus Stella. So we just you know stayed and watched because I. I saw them last year and I really liked them. So I wanted to see them again. Um, as we're walking away, we're like, like, Oh, what do you think this? Like, do you think this about them? Like, um, just kind of like, Oh, this person might've started playing first and blah, blah, blah. And I turn around and one of the siblings is right behind me. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then, um, we kind of veer off and let, and the three other of them, they walk past us. And I'm like, oops. I mean, we said all good things, but it's just, uh-oh. <laughs> Their radar was on. They knew you were talking about them. <laughs> yeah, I saw them uh, last year also and then you know, sat through them again this year. Always a, a pleasure to see musicians that uh, not only enjoy playing, but but their whole thing is that they try to influence uh, young people to learn how to play. So at the end of the, uh, the little show, they said, if, uh, if anybody out there is, wants to learn, then please do. Or if anybody out there knows someone that's trying to learn, you know, help them any way that you can. So I thought that's a, a pretty cool message at, at the end of the show to, to kind of help influence young people, you know, pick up an instrument because that's it's definitely good for you. Yeah, they also said, at least in our show, that um, it's never too late to pick up an instrument and start to learn. So, yeah, I like that. I like that message. They said that for ours too, which I think, I think that's just a good like lesson in life in general. Like you can pick up anything at any age and have fun with it. And I think that's really cool that they preach that. I think that's cool. When I turn eighty, I'm gonna pick up knife throwing you're gonna put down the popcorn bucket yep and And i'm gonna ask you guys to to be my helpers (laughs) wear like an apple on your head or something yeah you could have gotten a head start at the ren fair yeah three knives for a dollar or something (laughs) well you saw what i did with the bean bag or the rat (laughs) rat (laughs) what we threw rats his name was chunky wait real rats yeah. There were stuffed no. rats. Oh. Wait, real stuffed rats? Yeah, absolutely real. <laughs> rats. Real stuffed rats. <laughs> the guy running it was like, I suggest you aim for the lower buckets so that you don't hit the top of the tent. So I went first <laughs> and I went for the lower buckets and I like almost got it in. And then dad goes, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try for the, the upper buckets. <laughs> and he <laughs> threw it over the tent. <laughs> Oh no, chunky. Like the the lip of the tent is like at five foot five probably. So he says you gotta squat <laughs> down and, and throw it up under the upper lip and then into the the upper bucket was like above the lower <laughs> lip of the of the tent. So it was it was gonna be hard, but I didn't know I was gonna throw it up over the tent. Oh my gosh. Don't worry, he was retrieved. Oh, okay. But I I didn't win a prize. <laughs> Maybe you'll have better luck at the rubber ducky stand. Yeah, I always win those. <laughs> what was your favorite thing? Yeah, so I enjoyed, I enjoyed the uh, the music. 
And of course, the vendors, like Danny was saying, always neat to see. You got everything from artists to writers to, you know, just general merchandise merchants, uh, people that make things out of wood, people that make things out of metal, just all kinds of artisans. And uh, it's just great to see the variety of stuff out there and, uh, and seeing how much that craft means to them. And then, in turn, how much their crafts mean to the people that are are there, uh, you know, buying them. So yeah, neat stuff. So with that in mind, we thought it would be neat to find out what these Renaissance fairs means to other people. So I happened to uh, bring along with me a little interview set and uh, wanted to test it out. So we cornered some people, asked if it would be okay <laughs> if we talked to them for a minute about what. Uh, renaissance fairs means to them and i wasn't i didn't know what to expect um answer wise but i was very pleased with with what we got so let's take a listen to a couple of interviews and like i said we're just here with family geekery podcast and we're talking to people out here in the uh, renaissance fair and asking you guys what you guys love about renaissance fairs what are you do, doing here today Oh, I, I think really what draws me out most is the whimsical nature of it all. Uh, there's a lot of cool vendors out here, firstly, so a lot of neat things to buy. Uh, I didn't happen to have a costume, but my friend here and I kind of thought that we were going to make our costume as we went along um, and frankly just go and try out you know all the cool stuff here. I've been to one Renaissance Fair prior, but it's nice to go and see different Renaissance Fairs across the nation because there's always a little bit of difference between them all. Um, and frankly, you know, it always draws everyone out here. It's always a nice big crowd. They're a very popular attraction. So you typically meet all some really cool people while you're out here too. So I, I think ultimately that's what it boils down to for me. It's it's those core components. That's cool. And you do have some friends that are dressed up. Tell me about your costumes. What are you dressed up like? Fairy. Fairy? Yeah. Uh, a pirate. Pirate? Pirates are popular Just, uh, out here. A medieval peasant. A medieval... Peasant. Peasant. Okay. <laughs> So you came with your costume already because you know you can't afford the pieces in there, right? <laughs> well, very good. Well, enjoy your time out here. I can smell the food already. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, have a good day. You too. So we are, uh, I'm Chris, and this is my daughter, Danielle. We are from the Family Geekery Podcast. You can just hold on this right here. I am Ulfric Thomason. Oh, that's a great name. Ulfric. Do you know what Ulfric means in Norse? No. Wolf. Wolf. That explains. Goes with the wolf designs all over my armor. That's fantastic armor. Thank you. So what do you love about coming here to these fairs? I just, just, it's like a family. Those of us who come quite often, this is my third week in a row I've come to a fair. I was in here a couple weeks ago, New Jersey last week, and then again here in Virginia this week. Awesome. Um, uh, you can see several of us uh, uh, I'm a member of the Horde, Eastern Tribe of the Horde. Okay. And uh, we just travel around uh, mostly the East Coast uh, into the Midwest uh, to fairs, and it's just like family. Absolutely. Well, great. I hope you guys have a great day out here and uh, have safe travels. You too. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, so sorry for taking so long to get set up, but like I said, we're from Family Geekery Podcast. We just wanted to ask you real quick. How you guys are loving this uh, Renaissance Fair and why you guys come out to these? What do you enjoy about them? Um, well, uh, I, I I love 
all of the uh, the visual imagery. You know, I, I love walking around, seeing people in costume. Uh, it's always like the most fun part about it. Um, this is my first time actually. I, I, you know, I, I came here because somebody else told me, hey, you should really come to a Renaissance fair. I think you have a lot of fun. That's, is that a nice way of saying you're kind of geeky? Um, yeah, I, I guess I could say that. <laughs> okay. Um, and you're in good company then. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you want to say something? Yeah, this has been my second time coming here, and uh, I like just seeing, like, this is the time where anyone can be really anything they, they want to be. Absolutely, yeah. And I like watching people get to explore that, because I think it's, like, a very vibrant culture here. And, and yeah, sometimes we also get to see a little bit of our geekness go out. Yeah. Where we're like, oh my gosh, it's a story. <laughs> that, was, that was a whole conversation today with sores and skulls, yeah. which is something that you don't get to do in everyday conversation, which is nice. Yeah, it's always always cool seeing the, the effort going on in everybody's costumes, especially. Yeah, Just it, like, you would not believe how long it took me to assemble this <laughs> outfit here. Right. Like all of four minutes. <laughs> but thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your time here. Of course, of course. You as well. Okay, so... Uh, I'm Chris, this is Danielle, and together with our my other daughter, uh, Amber, we have a, a podcast called Family Geekery. Fantastic! And we've been here today uh, talking to some of the, the guests, uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. asking them what they love about uh, Renaissance Fairs, and we wanted to talk to a vendor, and they said that Fantastic. this would be the vendor to talk to. Oh my gosh, So give me a so little information about who you are, what is this so is. so touching. Um, so what I do is I go out and I thrift, and I go to various... I, I thrift all over the states because I do a lot of traveling for other jobs that I do. Okay. Um, this is my full-time thing. Um, so I'll go out and I'll look for secondhand goods and I'll find something that looks like, oh, that's got a renaissance kind of feel to it. Or sometimes it looks like maybe the, a fairy would like to wear that. Or um, I also do events where there's like a very fun like pagan vibe going on and it's it works for that crowd. And so I get it. If it needs repair, I do my best. Um, and so I mark up for my time and my overhead. But if I get a deal on something, I make sure to pass that deal to my customers. That's great. Um, and it's a great way to recycle. Sometimes people will come in and be like, hey, I outgrew these bodices. Can I trade out? Yes. Yes, you can. Um, because. I love also fostering a sense of community with what I do. Um, and that's one of the reasons I love the Renaissance here so much, is that you might not know somebody's name, but you know their face. And you've probably known them for 20 years if you've been doing it this long, which, crazily enough, I have. Um, and everybody is so kind to each other. You don't always see that in the world these days um, but if you are fair family you're fair family and um, it means a lot to be part of that as well great yeah we the people that we've talked to we've heard the term family and community a lot and uh, this certainly seems to be the most accepting uh, environment that you could ever imagine I've been going to these fairs since I was this tall that's awesome. Um, and I see you're bringing a new generation into it as well. Got to. So. Yep, got yes. to. And that's fantastic. And I, I especially love spoiling young folks that are getting into this uh, because 
I I upcharge for my time and my overhead. I don't mind giving a little bit of time to them. So when you know young folks are just getting into it, or you know they're they're showing who they are as a person. I enjoy facilitating that, and I do my best to make that possible for them. That's great. Uh, and and that's the joy of it. When years ago I was at an event, and there was a young woman who had sort of a boyish haircut and um, sort of that gawky teenage, you know, early teen kind of atmosphere surrounding her still finding who she was and I had this ridiculous over-the-top 80s prom dress and it was taffeta and it it, it was like gone with the wind uh, slash Tim Burton you know oh, wow. it was this black and white it was it was ridiculous and she tried it on just for funsies you could tell it was like huh. and she turned around and looked in the mirror and she burst into tears and I'm like oh my god what's going on are you okay she's like this is the first time I've ever felt beautiful so now I'm crying, and she's crying, <laughs> and, and I I'm crying. absolutely certain that she went home with that dress because it meant more than, it wasn't just the dress, it was, there was a whole direction suddenly that she could see in front of her that uh, just was like, man, this is why I do this, <laughs> right <great>. there. <laughs> And what percentage of your year do you spend in this environment? So, this is my biggest show. This Virginia Renaissance okay. is my biggest, and it's five weekends. I try to do at least one show a month. Um, and if you ask anybody that knows me, I'm, I do this full time. I mean, I probably put 70 hours a week into my job, but I only see sales maybe once a weekend. Sure. Um, so it's an ongoing thing for me. Um, so, and as you can see, on a busy weekend here, we're really busy. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. This is a month of sales in one day, you know, great. for me. Um, which is great because it also helps me pay my employees very well. That's good. Um, because that's the other part of it is that I get to hire amazing talented, intelligent women, and occasionally men will come and work for me, but for the most part, um, it just seems that so far I've had a majority of women um, that I get to pay them for their time appropriately because uh, they deserve that. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so and much. And the other vendor that pointed us in this direction was exactly correct of who we needed to talk to. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, if uh, Right now my website is down, uh, but if you want to say hi, uh, you can get me at Instagram.com slash Trinkets Costumes. Trinkets Costumes. Trinkets Costumes. All right, so what did you guys think about the, the interviews? I know, Danny, you were there, but, but Amber, you got to listen to that for the first time. What what was your takeaway from from what we uh, heard from the people? It's just crazy how welcoming everybody is, and and the interview interviewees touched on that. Um, like it's just like a place a place where freaks can be freaks, and I love that. You know, like if you want to dress up 
as like a peasant, dress up like a peasant. If you want to dress up like a fairy, you can do that. And, and people are happy to see you and, you know, take pictures with you and stuff. Um, I, I liked how the one person was saying how they tried to like put their costume together as they got there. And I know that's like a trend that people on TikTok do a lot when it's run a fair season. Um, and I was like, maybe I could do that too. All I walked away with was a pair of earrings, but they're pretty earrings. So one piece down <laughs> one piece, a lot to go, but like, even just like walking through the booths and seeing all of the like crazy handmade stuff, like leather work and, and metal work. It's, it's all so crazy. I love it. And what about you, Danny? I know you heard those before, but uh, what would you pick up on, on hearing those again? Well, it's very crazy how similar the answers were of the first three like guests that we talked to and they're right like it is a very like welcoming um environment like just standing around like people are constantly complimenting each other's outfits and all this stuff like i wasn't even wearing a costume and i was wearing like this hat that said silly goose on it i got like two or three compliments on it i'm like thank you <laughs> and, like even without a costume like people are complimenting and and all the vendors are so nice and especially the um vendor that we talked to she was so nice and and like her store like was busy like she was very popular and for her to make time for us that was very nice and it's also nice that she like her store is like a thrift store for renaissance and like that's awesome because some people they they're lucky and they can buy their 150 dollar piece of leather and some people can't so her store is made for that and it's great for people to be able to dress up on a budget and it's really cool of what she does. I wish I had seen that. I, I must have not gone in. I yeah, was I was drawn to shinies. I saw shinies. <laughs> I walked in. I should have told you where where she was and yeah, had you visit. Hey, I'm the third one. You talked to my dad and sister yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like uh, everybody else has, has picked up on the uh, the sense of community, the sense of acceptance. I mean, I couldn't imagine any place else where you would see, you know, someone dressed up like a pirate, someone dressed up like a, a Norse, you know, Viking, <laughs> complete with like battle scars and blood. And then a Doctor Who, you know, a fantastic looking Doctor Who was there. And then even a family of, of uh, three that most <laughs> definitely made these T-shirts for Disney. <laughs> but wore them to the Renaissance Fair and the t-shirts were all in uh, Star Wars font and it said like Galaxy's Best Dad, Galaxy's Best Mom. I didn't see what the kids <laughs> said, but I mean, I wouldn't think to wear a, uh, a Star Wars themed outfit to a Renaissance Fair, but I didn't judge them one iota and I doubt anybody else did, you know, that just everybody is welcome and everybody fits in, you know, no matter what you're wearing. Yeah, I saw someone dressed as, like, a deer satyr. It was so cool. Like, they had, like, 
super blushed cheeks with like white little freckles like a deer does, I guess. But then they actually had like like the furry leg hoof things. I was like, how oh. do you even do that? Like wow. what? <laughs> like Mr. I... Thomas. Yeah, like it's crazy. I saw a fin from Adventure Time. What? I mean, and these are just the, you know, the people who attend for fun, right? There's also Mm -hmm. the employees, like the, the, you know, the Renaissance performers, like the queen and the knights and the queen's ladies and stuff. And I don't know how in like, I mean, I mean, it was nice this weekend, but I don't know how when it gets hotter later in the summer, how they dress like that and all the layers they must be wearing and like they are just still putting on their British accents and, you know, knighting little kids. Like it's, it's crazy. I, it just blows my mind. And all the volunteers, you know, all the, all the people that aren't vendors and stuff, they're all volunteers unpaid. Uh, the people helping the, the cars park and people yeah. directing traffic, the people telling you where to go and staying in, in complete character the whole time. Um, we we even asked what was it the uh, the third people that we interviewed. I even asked them if they were volunteers first because they were they were dressed up and I wasn't sure if uh, you know if they were volunteers or if they were just there, you know, enjoying the day. Wow, and they like camp out like they have tents and RVs like on site. Did you see yeah, them? Yeah, so the performers and vendors that are going to be there for five weeks. Yeah, that's, that's where they live for you know the five weeks it's commitment yeah and then they travel up and down you know probably these people are all east coast um people that travel up and down the east coast and go to different cities and uh, make a life out of it so a little envious with that (laughs) yeah we just wanted to uh you know touch base on this renaissance fair i know we did that episode last year but this one we wanted to uh, get more so in, instead of like a trip report, more so a uh, you know vibe from what they mean to to everybody. And it seems like there's a common theme as to why everybody goes there. Mm-hmm. And can't we just extend that out to the rest of the world and make the world a better place? Yeah, us freaks, we should be welcome anywhere. Freaks turn the, the world. entire world into Ren Fair. <laughs> That may be a little much, but it would be fun. It'd good be start. good if we could, yeah, if we could take that mentality and spread it to more things. Maybe if we just take one state by force. What? Or is that going too far? <laughs> I think next uh, Comic-Con, we should all show up, instead of cosplay, we should all show up dressed like medieval knights. That'd be epic. <laughs> but but there's Green. probably a comic... <laughs> Of that genre that people will just assume, oh, hey, they're here representing such and such comic. Fine, we could be fairies then. I mean, I did notice that there's a lot of like overlap between like the Comic Con crowd and the and the Ren Fair crowd. Like I've seen at Comic Cons, like lots of people have little dragons and, and stuff that they craft. Um and at the Ren Fair I saw a lot of crochet things and there's a lot of that going on at, at Comic Cons. It's cool, like how some of these people could maybe be at both places and like have a good crowd. We're at both places. We are at both places. We're at every place. 
and I spend just as much effort dressing up for the Comic Cons as I do for the Red Card. <laughs> Next year we're going all out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be spy family. I've never seen that. We'll have to wear our Disney twenty twenty one shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I have still got mine. Me too. <laughs> it's in I the be, drawer. Can I be Stobe Thorson? <laughs> oh my gosh they had real life dragons at this run fair. i couldn't the, believe it the people in there inside the dragon place kept calling them birds yeah i don't know I don't why they kept calling them birds like they're dragons maybe that's their nicknames <laughs> it's like how they call tigers kitty cats that's it's just like that cool anything else uh about Ren Fairs, you want to talk about girls before we close this one out? Go to your local Ren Fair. You'll have a blast. You may not think it's your thing, but once you're there, oh my gosh, it's incredible. And even if you just go for funnel cake, like it might be expensive funnel cake, but you'll have a good time. Like anybody yeah. needs an excuse for funnel cake. Yeah, exactly. In one honorable mention to the, there's this one setup. This guy had a, I forgot what he called it, Renaissance Arcade or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Da Vinci's Arcade? Yeah, Da Vinci's Arcade. It was a bunch of large-scale wood, like, arcade games, and it was amazing. Yeah, that was really cool. I haven't, that's the first time I've ever seen that, so must be Geeky. must be new. Shout out to him, for sure. Yeah. Support your local arcades even if they are made of wood. <laughs> I mean, aren't arcade cabinets made of wood? Especially if they're made of all wood. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Acoustic arcades. Nice. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode about Rin Fairs. Hope you guys uh, listening out there have found one nearby to you that you can go visit. And hope you enjoyed as much as we do. Yeah. All right. So be sure to check out the socials, check out the YouTube channel, see what's going on there. And uh, until next time, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. And, and geek, geek out. out. Geek out. And God save the queen. Huzzah. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.